What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 87 of TLDR Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate the listen. We're going to have a good one for you guys today. We're talking some NHL hockey, as always, with trading. We got round two of the fast food bracket with James. Uh, we did round one last week, so if you haven't listened to that, pause this real quick. Go back to episode 86, Nervous Chicken, listen to that, and then rewatch this episode. So spoiler alert already. So make sure you get round one because you have to understand that for this part of the episode. Um, and then we're going to finish it off with some real sad MLB lockout talk. Um, unfortunately, it was not the segment I was hoping for, but that's where we are. Uh, guys, it's March already. Uh, Trading, did this sneak up on you or like slow year so far, quick year so far? It's, it's March. What the, like, what the hell? Yeah, it's pretty quick. Um, and I say that because I sit here and I'm two, uh, what, two months, two and a half months away from getting married, a little over, a little Ooh. under three. And as soon as March hits, now everything's a little bit more, uh, um, you know, kind of, kind of hitting me. So uh, we have a lot to do, not that much time. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it, it's crunch time now getting out of the nitty gritty uh james i know you're going to be a big part of that wedding are you nervous about it is it sneaking up on you or you're just playing it cool and you're just gonna fucking nail? i mean i i i know you're gonna nail it but like you know are you nervous about it not nervous about it where you at uh, i'm not really that nervous about it because to be honest i'm pretty good at just kind of doing my own thing kind of public speaking and making things up on the fly uh but i was nervous i don't know like three or four weeks ago maybe a month ago which would be four weeks ago whatever yeah. uh and train was like hey man are you still good to officiate the wedding and i was like yeah and he's like do you still have your minister thing and i was like yeah i did it when i was in college so it should still be good so i got nervous i did three more ministers i'm like i'm a minister in three different religious denominations now so i'm good good like there's wow. no way it can't be good to like oversee this wedding so or right. officiate this wedding this would be good which um which three i don't know just some random ones they all have ministry in them somewhere i think okay. one is the american ministry association oh well, there you go who knew? i think or it could be the American. it's actually not religious it's not religious sex no it's just overall a, a ministry of something which allows okay. me in the state of california to sign off on your marriage certificate which would got then it. allow it to go through the course and therefore you guys the, are married the way that was uh, described and it's not your fault it's just the way that I, that i'm sure tyler and i both understood it as you had basically three religions that you are, are <laughs> yeah and i'm like uh, yeah i'm catholic i'm buddhist and i'm jewish you know so all yeah. three of them put them together we're the big three here <laughs> the yeah. big three i know Trayden's catholic i know kyle's buddhist so i mean i can fit those two together we'll yeah. make a good wedding um if you guys are free if you guys want free drinks Trayden's wedding is may 27 2022 in menifee california come feel free open bar <laughs> gonna, you're gonna throw that out there nice gonna be wild yeah man it's crazy we're getting the springtime um unfortunately springtime usually means spring training um for baseball oh my god don't don't get all sad right now i'm already sad time i'm already sad you're right you're right all right let's let's shift focus let's 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 shift to the ice uh let's talk about something good i know we're talking about something really good this segment i'm really excited for it it's not that great oh it's it's awesome but we're gonna do one good one bad one number with trade in what you got numbers that's one I thought it was two numbers. One number. No, uh, no the two numbers are just last week. It's just one number uh, this week. Uh, I was right. It's just one number from now on. I, I I forget the reason why I did two 
Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, um, <laughs> you have to go back. Freaking waffled in the last. Yeah, it was. It, Florida, it was a so. tough weekend. Not a tough week. I, I was. I just got back from a conference. Um, you know, my first conference back in person. Obviously, before shit hit the fan, and it was a breath of fresh air, both literally and figuratively. Because we, I went to a place with twenty six hundred people, and maybe fifty of them had masks and everybody was sitting next to each other so enjoying that drinking. there it was what'd you say wouldn't that be recycled there at that point not so much fresh well i just what Literally. i mean is you know i you, you're not i i you know you know what i mean um, <laughs> yeah, i just want everybody to know that it, we're recording it was this on quite, a Wednesday. uh it, it was just quite interesting to see and you know um just people's faces i mean that's it i mean that that that's and i know it's kind of weird to think think about them right now but it 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 was it was great um learned a lot anyway let's talk about hockey um we got one good thing one bad thing one number um one good thing i i believe maybe it's two weeks ago the my one good thing was the uh was the anaheim ducks tyler was a little peeved um, because yep. I didn't really include the Los Angeles Kings yep. as of late, I guess, since that, um, you know, since we t- talked about them, the ducks have been not bad, not great, just kind of, eh. but the LA Kings have been stellar, absolutely stellar. And um, they are my good thing, um, for this week. And that doesn't include their most, re- I think they just kind of had a tough loss recently. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. No. Um, but but hey, even even the best of the best teams have those kind of games. So I, yeah. I, I'm not putting them in that echelon, okay? But um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog them for one game. They have been just, you know, just stellar. Um, especially for a team that we didn't really expect to do much. I mean, we, we they were kind of a wild card. We didn't know what we were gonna what we were gonna get. We, we you know we said oh they might, they might make the playoffs, but they're probably not gonna make a big push. Um, they did add some nice pieces in Philip Deneau, who's been actually really, really great. Um, and he's, he seems to love it there. Um, they're seven, two and one in their last 10, um, their full, you know, their full breakdown, um, 29, 18, and seven. Um, the most interesting thing though, is their home record is 14, 12 and two, which, you know, it's 500. Their away record is 15, six and five. They hate playing at the crypt. They hate it, clearly. <laughs> and yeah. I guess I would too, because you change the name. It's like fuck you. We're just gonna lose when we're when we're home. Um, I want to go to Tyler. Look, man. Um, you know we're we're sitting here about three weeks away from uh, trade deadline. Maybe I'm. I'll say I think it's like four weeks. Sorry. Um, a lot to think about. You know the LA Kings are in a situation where they're second in the Pacific. Um, I believe they're in yes yeah, second in the Pacific. So they you know they're they're not you know, anywhere near a, um, a wild card spot, although it is pretty tight, I guess they could, they could kind of come down. Um, we'll kind of see, but um, they're sitting, they're sitting at the top and they're sitting in front of Vegas of all teams um, with uh, what is that? You know, one point on them. That's not huge, but still it's, it's something, um, especially for a team that we didn't expect to, to do this well. How are you feeling about your team this season? Um, and I guess, uh, what 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 do you think we, we should they should be doing for uh, the trade deadline here? Are they would you go for it here? I'm I mean I'm I'm stoked for the Kings obviously. I mean I think coming into the season my honest expectations were I really thought we could compete for a playoff spot. But I didn't think we were going to be sitting here with about thirty ish games left in the second position in the Pacific, um, in a pretty comfortable zone. I wouldn't say 
I mean, comfortable is a loose term. I'm certainly not like, oh, they're for sure a lock. Um, I just think that that Pacific division's got a lot of contenders um, and that can change at any moment. Um, I think it's really, it's, re- it's really competitive and there's still a lot of games left. So I'm really happy where we are. And I think we're playing great hockey. I think it's, I think what I like about this Kings team is even like, we, we didn't start all that great, you know, but I think we slowly kind of been putting the piece together and slowly been gelling. You've been seeing that like, as the season has gone on, we've gotten better, which is a really good sign. Um, and it's kind of been, you know, we, we've, we've noticed it those, these last 10 games here, um, and, you know, Trey, and you finally mentioned them or, or feature them on your, on, on your segment, which I appreciate. I think it's a long time coming, but that's okay. It is. Um, I, I forgive you. Um, I think probably a couple of reasons why the Kings have been doing so well um, is A, they've added a, some really good piece in the offseason. I think that Philip Deneau signing and Victor Ardvinson, and they're on the same line. That line, along with Trevor Moore, has been incredible. They've been clicking and that adds depth to that top line, right? So that, 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 that Kopi Kempe, uh, I follow line. Um, it adds, you know, when, when, when you can have two really good lines, that's huge. So I think for me, that's number one. Number two is the emergence of Adrian Kempe. I think we talked about him a couple weeks ago. Um, first all-star nod. He's do this. You, we, we've talked about the, you know, you know there's the uh, um, American sniper, right? This guy's the Swedish sniper. This dude is legit. He is on point right now. He is locked in. He is playing some great hockey. Uh, and it's been a long time coming. Like th- th- this is a guy that's been projected to kind of be like our top scoring, like our top goal scorer for years. And this is really the first time that he's really emerged as that. And that's huge. King's got a lot of things going for him. I think they got a great goaltending tandem. I think they got a lot of great veteran presence on that team mixed with some really good young talent. And some guys that are having career years in Kempe, Deneau, guys like that. Um, so there's a lot going well in L.A. at the moment. Um, so hopefully they, they, they can keep rolling. As far as the, the uh, trade deadline goes, um, I think the one, one weak spot that I see with the Kings is their uh, special teams. I think they're like bottom third in both power play and penalty kill, um, which is a concern, uh, especially come playoff time. There's a lot of teams that have really good power plays. Um, so you can live with it if you have a good penalty kill, you know, and your power play isn't great, but then you don't have either, either one of those things are not great. Um, so that for me is concerned. So maybe finding a guy, a, a guy that's really good at special team scoring, power play scoring, um, or, or defense, something like that. Um, I think, I, I, I don't think they need anything major added to their team. I think that their, their team has this build is pretty good. So maybe just adding a complimentary goal scorer, especially maybe in a power play situation, I think would be beneficial. Other than that, man, I think you, like I said, I, I think this is the beginning of another era of really dominant LA Kings hockey. Um, so hopefully they can keep it going. But, uh, you know, I think with the way things are going, um, I think we certainly make the playoffs. And I think we, we got a good chance of winning a playoff series. Yeah, uh, this, this team's interesting because – the, the, the goal that, well, first of all, the five on five save percentage is about average. The overall save percentage is below average. And for the first time in forever, we're seeing a very good Kings team that is not winning by defense. They're winning by scoring goals, yeah. which is different. Pretty, pretty telling. I mean, that that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, quicks at just a 90% save percentage. Um, Calvin, Calvin Peterson is below that. Uh, I mean, th- those aren't, those aren't, those aren't numbers that are going to, that are going to get you far in the playoffs, but what, but that's good because you've seen quick be able to turn it on. And then when you have the goal scoring 
that, that bodes well for you. Uh, and I want to ask James, you know, I think the, I, I look at this team and I look at one player that kind of connects you to this team. And that's Philip Deneau, just because of your, your, um, your liking to of the, of the Habs, you know, th- this guy came in and it was, it was interesting. We didn't know how he, how he was going to fit, but it seems like he's actually fitting quite well. And I find it interesting because he actually, you know, on, on most teams, he probably could vie for a top center spot, at least, at least outside of the main major um, teams that have the, that center spot, but he can, he can handle the big minutes. How do you think that fits in with, how, how do you think that, I guess, how do you think that fits in well with the team? And do you think it, it helps Andre Kopitar maybe kind of get away from the hard minutes that he's played for how many seasons now? 15 forever. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that he beats up minutes, which allows Kopitar to kind of rest his legs and rest his body for the actual push of the season, which will be the playoffs. Uh, Deneau for the Habs didn't score all that much. It took him like maybe three months to get his first point last season with the Habs, which is crazy because the first three months of the Habs last season, they were the top of the league in scoring. But for some reason, something just didn't click with Philip Deneau and the Habs. Move on to a different scenery, different place, different style of hockey that isn't overly put under, mi- under a microscope like the Habs are. He's able to kind of do his style of hockey, play the way he wants to. And so far, it's working out. Through 52 games, he has 30 points, which is more than he had last season. Philip Deneau is the kind of guy that can run an offense well, mm-hmm. and he can facilitate and make sure people are in the right spot. He's not overly flashy, but he is at the right place at the right time and doesn't necessarily care about stats, and that's the best guy you can have to take up minutes because he's not going to complain if he doesn't get any points, but he's going to go out there and make the right play at the right time, in which case you can rest your actual – best center, Anze Kopitar, to kind of just chill out until he's really, really needed to and get out there and do what he does best. That time when you get older, that's key. Father time is still undefeated. And so the more time, the more rest you can give your star players, especially at an older age, the better your team will be overall in the long run. Yeah, um, you're, you're, you're bang on. I mean, this I is, you know, outside, <laughs> of, outside of what happened to Carey Price, and I, I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but I've definitely said this um, to, to some of you. Philip Deneau, I think, was the biggest loss for the Montreal Canadiens. And I think that he was he was a security ban- blanket for Nick Suzuki, meaning Nick Suzuki doesn't have to play the, the top lines. He can he can play a, a second, a second, you know, a second squad or a third squad and look very, very good. And it's very telling how much of an impact he's made because obviously we know what the story is with the Montreal Canadiens. Um, the LA Kings are a force. Um, I don't see them giving up substantial assets to make a run, Tyler. I, I, I just think that that's ill-advised. I don't think you're there yet. You're not, you're not Calgary. You're not Colorado. You're not, um, you're not Vegas. And I'm not even going to put you in the camp as even though you're ahead of us, you're not even Edmonton because you don't have the pressure. You don't have the pressure to do. So you can just take, you can just take it. We have pressure. We have to make the playoffs and we have to do well, even where, even where we're, where we're at. So you guys are in great position. And and I actually envy it because, you know, you're playing with house money. Um, You're, you're looking very good. You're getting these, you're getting these guys kind of buying into a system. Um, you know, I, I was always a I was always a fan of Todd McClellan uh, when he was in Edmonton, and he's clearly doing a great job. Um, it's very nice that his uh, assistant coach is now ours. So I, I I think I feel like we're getting a little bit of that back. Um, 
Yeah. Um, I will say this hockey reference. Um, I'm very proud of you. Your guys, the, the, they say that their primary arena is Staples Center still, not crypto.com <laughs> arena. So it's always Staples Center. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. Um, that's another good always thing. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, th- thank you guys. That I mean, congrats to the Kings. Let's see if you guys can keep it up. Moving on to the other side. Um, when I say other side, I mean teams that we scratch our head and think, what, what happened here? And that's the Winnipeg Jets. Um, the Winnipeg Jets are a team that are sitting, you know, 24, 20, 21 and nine. Yes, it's a 528 save percentage. It's, it's fine and dandy, but negative three goal differential. You're just not seeing consistency. You're just not seeing what we would expect from this team. I mean, you have, in my opinion, a, a caliber, a Vesna caliber goaltender. Um, you do have the, you do have players that have the ability to score. You do have the 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 team or a team that has the ability to defend, and you're just not getting enough of that. I mean, it, it, it's very bizarre. Um, you, you're you're kind of all over the place in terms of your wins and losses. I mean, you're sitting here behind Vancouver, um, with about 5%. the same with, the, with around the same point percentage. Um, again, keep your eye on Vancouver. I mean, I'm not saying that they're making a run, but I'm telling you, keep an eye on them, uh, especially when your Anaheim Ducks James are not <laughs> looking that great. Um, yeah, I've been saying that, bro. I know. I've been saying I know. That. I know. Uh, da- and, and they're behind Dallas, who and who's another team that is a little bit of a of an enigma. But James, I want to ask you. I mean. Ha- ha- what did the Winnipeg Jets do here? I mean, again, we're a month away from trade deadline. The math is looking worse and worse by the mid. I mean, we're we're talking about the same, a similar path as Vancouver at this point. And you've said right now that Vancouver has no chance. So how are you thinking about the Winnipeg Jets? And, you know, with a team that has the same point percentage, I don't know how you can make an argument that Winnipeg has any more of a chance than Vancouver at this moment. I'm going to be very controversial. And I want to say send it. Send away all of your best players and go full rebuild. Connor Hellebuck, one of the best American goaltenders there are. Bro, you're you're having a great year, not the best year. And it's not necessarily your fault. I've watched a lot of your games, and you're playing extremely well, but your defense is not giving you any help whatsoever. This is not going to be fixed this year or next year or the year after. You have a new head coach now. That new head coach may or may not like the system you currently have at hand. He wants to institute his style of play. With the players that you have now, is that the right type of players you want on your team for this new system? Maybe not. Institute a full rebuild. Throw away your best players. Send them to teams that need them. Like, oh, my God. If the Oilers could grab Connor Hellebuck, they'd be the happiest people in the whole wide world. Okay? Oh, the chances of it happening are slim. <laughs> but <laughs> it is possible. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, the Winnipeg Jacks, man, like, you've been fighters. You've been there on the playoff hunt for years and years and years and years but you haven't quite had that push to make it all the way through. Like it's not going to happen with this group. Send it away. Try something new. Be like the St. Louis blues. They kind of blew it up after a while and they're kind of, they're coming back right now. They're the second in their conference just behind Colorado, which nobody's going to catch up to. But the fact of the matter is they did it and they rebuilt relatively quick. You can do the same thing. If you put your mind to it, don't be like the Blackhawks. Don't, don't just hold on to pieces and let that all just fall away. 
And that's funny you say that because the Blackhawks are about to do just what you said. Um, they should have done that a long time ago. They, they, like I, they, ago. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to deny that, but they, but they are doing a full, they are doing a full breakdown. And you know what, James, I agree with you 110%. I really thought you wouldn't. So this is weird. Um, you are absolutely right. Paul Stastny is on his, is on a UFA. He needs to go. Andrew Kopp is on his last, last season. He, he could be a huge, um, a piece for, for a contending team. And, and he's going to, he's going to join the, you know, join free agency. Um, Connor Hellebuck, he's a $6 million goaltender with still three years. That's value. You don't really have much behind that, but you really, which, which means you would basically be saying that we are going to take a step back, but it's just been way too, you know, way too stagnant for this team. Um, They just don't seem to have an identity, you know, Tyler. I mean, we've seen, we've seen teams that they just seem lifeless at times. And it just seems like the Winnipeg Jets are kind of that team. Um, yeah, they do have they'll, they'll string three games and then they'll lose four. You know, it's just it just has no steady stream. And, you know, I guess I want to I want to ask you a very similar question. Do you agree with James? I'm going to disagree. OK, you don't uh, like the steady stream. I yeah, steady stream. Um, <laughs> it's not a steady stream right now, but it can return to a steady stream. You just got to get the right plumber involved. OK, oh my um, here's the thing. Um, I feel like this Winnipeg Jets team, I mean, you look at the talent they have on this team. They got some good talent, man. Like, I mean, you, I mean, I mean, obviously Kyle Connor, absolute studies having a hell year, but you look at Shafifel, Dubois, Wheeler. Uh, What'd you call him? Dubois. Shafifel. Shafifel? I thought you did that on purpose. You should have just played I, that. I honestly like, yeah, did it. My name. bad. Shafifel. <clears throat> Oh, dude, think of a waffle, get a better name <laughs> get a better name, get a better name. <laughs> um anywho even even these oh, middle God. guys like schmidt stastny um they've got some good depth of talent on this team and i feel like there's something there so maybe change of leadership is more what they need a coaching change maybe a gm change but they i have a change of leadership they had that coaching change already but but they only changed one coach yeah. and i think that they need to change them all needs, yeah like I, I think i think trade nailed on the head i think it's more of an identity problem than it is a talent problem yes. an identity problem is not an easy fix but it's certainly fixable right i think i think with the group of guys that they have i think it's worth a shot of trying to change that i don't think it's worth blowing it up at this point i think they've had enough success recently to make you believe that this team that this group can do something well um so i think it just needs some tweaks um i identity um like i said get the right plumber in there and uh figure it out because i mean i don't know i i i look at this lineup and to me there's something there i think you can work with this um it's not where you want it right now it's clearly not been a good season as you said it's kind of it's been a weird year where you feel like they should be doing better at times it looks like they might have something going like i said work with that you know i i I think the sparks trying to you know trying to fire you just something's going to ignite that flame and maybe maybe it's just a change in some coaching some some philosophy changes but i mean you look at the talent on this team man they're they're fucking good hockey team like just add a few pieces and this team can compete man i i i just think they they got to have the right people in charge of them yeah i mean it could even start with changing the the leadership of the team 
Um, I mean, that, that could send Blake Wheeler away. I mean, Blake Wheeler is an expensive dude. He's, he's very good. He's very good. But at 8 million, he's 35 years old. That's, that's, a, that's a tough contract. Um, Mark Shifley. I mean, I know that, he, you know, if you, if you ask, if you add Jets fans, he's, he's a polarizing, he's a polarizing player in terms of like how he's playing. Like, is he, he, is he a problem? Is he not a problem? I don't know. They both have no, either no move or no trade clauses. So it, it might be tough, but um, the one I look at and James, you, you brought him up is Connor Hallibuck. Um, Connor Hallibuck has been very open about some mental shit that he's dealt with. And that really is related to the, the, the pandemic um, restrictions and, and, and everything that the NHL players, as well as Canada has had to deal with. He's been very open with it. And, and I think, and, and surprisingly is, is it, it has impacted his play, but it hasn't like drastically impacted his play. Um, you, you got to think that he's looking for, you know, maybe something a little different and good. The good news is, is everything's kind of going in the right direction in terms of opening back up. But um, you know, for, for his sake, I hope that, I hope that he could find, um, you know, peace. Um, cause he, as you said, James, he's a, he's amazing. He's one of the best, if not the best American goaltender out there. Um, I think he's definitely at par with, uh, John Gibson or he's competing in that spot. So, um, so, uh, no, I, I think it's, I think it's a little bit closer than we, than we, um, than, than that, but I mean, it's not, it, it, it's a conversation. It's a conversation. It's not, it's not a, uh, it's not a complete blow out of the water, but yeah, I, I think it, 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 there's a big question, um, um, that, uh, Kevin Sheveldayoffer is going to have going into this trade deadline. Um, I think that we will look at the Winnipeg Jets and, and, um, um, with, with great interest to see what they're going to do this season. Um, because I think that the math is just not on their side. So my number is 17. Does anybody know what that number is? Goals scored on Saturday in one The amount game. of goals scored in Saturday's game between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Detroit Red Wings. 17 goals. It was a 10 to 7 game. That is a low-scoring football game, a legit low-scoring football game. Like a 10 to 7 is like a like that's what we would expect in a you know, a, a playoff game. Actually, I think, isn't that what the score was of uh, the Niners, uh, uh, Packers, Green Bay Packers game? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was more like the Bills Patriots when Josh Allen had there like you go. Four there passes. You go. When, when, the, when, the, when the wind, Mac Jones had four passes, yep. 150 miles an hour. And yeah. So, but a 10 to 7 game is equivalent to a what 45 to 35 game or something shit. I don't know. Like it, it, it's a blowout. It's a, it's a, it's a high scoring affair. Um, and it, it was quite amazing. So the, to, to give you guys kind of um, a rundown of this game. Um, I mean, this is a blast from the 1980 past. I mean, this is, this is how hockey was played back then where goaltending was atrocious, um, but very fun for fans. So the Toronto Maple Leafs went up, I believe it was um seven to two yeah, it might have been seven to two going into the third and the 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 red wings ended up tying the game in the third period <laughs> like what actually it might have been seven to one imagine imagine being the coach or a, a fan of the toronto maple leafs where you're up seven one after two periods or r- roughly around two periods you turn around halfway through a period and it's tied that's absurd <laughs> luckily well, luckily for Toronto fans, they they managed to 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 get up, to get come out with a win. They scored three more. Um, 
first of all, I want to ask uh, Tyler. <laughs> what do you, do you chalk this up as just as just fun or or, or as a, even if, let's look at it from the Maple Leafs perspective. Look, I I look at the Red Wings; they're having a great season. I'm I actually am focusing on the Toronto Maple Leafs in this whole section between both of you. What are your thoughts as a, 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 a as a Maple Leaf? Do you just say? Oh, this, you know, is this just a throwaway game or, or is this the kind of win that you're like, whoa. <laughs> um, I, when it just happens, you know, something like that one time, I'm not too worried about it. Um, I have not been following the Maple Leafs closely I, this season. I don't know how often they've given up third period leads. If it's been a pattern, then then you give up a seven to one lead. Yeah, I'd be fucking pissed. Because it, this it's, is, the, this, it's their history, at least. Uh... Right, Maybe like not playoff this history, overall. right? There's there's been that problem, so I'm sure that brings up some bad memories from 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 the playoffs, right? Um, but in terms of this year, you know, if it's if it happened if it happened that game, I'd be I'd be pretty annoyed. I'd be like, you gotta be shitting me! Like, come on, guys! Like, but I, as a whole, I kind of just I, I guess that one game, I just like, okay, whatever. It's one that one thing. It's kind of when the Kings lost seven nothing to the Bruins on Monday. I was like, okay, well, that's just like bullshit. Like that shit happens like that. You're going to have bad games. I'm not really worried about the Kings going forward after losing seven, nothing, the Bruins, it sucks. It's annoying. I was, you know, really enjoying that. You know, I had, I, I had the day off. I, I ordered some Buffalo wild wings. I had my beer. I was ready to watch a good game of hockey and I turned it, it off. It, after, it after happens this. like that every time. Yeah. You know, so that was annoying, but uh, so if, if, if I was a Leafs fan, unless it's been a pattern of like, of like, you know, we, we, we are giving up third period leads over and over and over again. And then you give up a seven to one third period lead. Yeah. I would be concerned, but in terms of this one game, I'd be annoyed, but I wouldn't be concerned. If, what are your thoughts as a hockey fan about this game? For me as a hockey fan, it's entertaining. Um, it's probably pretty shitty hockey. Obviously if you're, if you're <laughs> shitty goaltending for sure, yeah, pretty, you don't love to see that, you know, because it's just, you, you, you just, it's high scoring games. It's fun, but it's probably just a poorly played defensive game. That's you're kind of just like, wow, this is sloppy, but I mean, at least it's entertaining. Right. I mean, we're talking about it. It's definitely entertaining. So as a hockey fan, you got to appreciate it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. I'm going to flip it over to James. You're you're the Leafs. You've seen Peter Morazic look bad. Um, he comes in on this game after after some already some questionable um, questionable games in the past. He lets in two on immediately on eight shots. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So um, so yeah. He 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 let he let in two on eight shots. Seventy five save percentage. He sits today before before my TV uh, turned off again because it's broken. Um, <laughs> He led in five on 25. Do you, do they need a goaltender? I, I answered this question maybe like six weeks ago and you were like, which of the people who are restricted, unrestricted free agents should be extended. And I was like, Campbell should definitely be extended. Yeah. And you got to trade away Mrazic so you can have more money for Campbell. That's what I said. And you were like, no, he has a team friendly deal. You should keep him. Do you still feel that way? Trading. And I certainly don't. I mean, I mean there look it at it. Yeah. <laughs> there. There's no point even playing him. You're going to lose when you play him. Like, don't play him at this point. Trade him, save some money, find some undrafted free agent in the AHL or something. Because right now, to be honest, there is some good depth in the AHL in terms of goaltending. For sure. Like, For sure. you can look anywhere because this is a position of so much scarcity because it's only one, you can only play one of them at a time. There, there's going to be good ones buried deep. 
And honestly, you got you found the diamond in the rough, but there's a lot more diamonds in that rough right now. So you can cut away Peter Mrazek, send him to a team that desperately needs another goaltender who will bite the bullet and take him and hope that the change of scenery will energize him and make him a number one goal. Maybe the number one goaltender mentality is what he needs because right now sitting behind Campbell, he doesn't have a mentality. He's going in there every single day, maybe pouting. Who knows? Because he's like, I should be number one because I am Peter Mrazek. It's like, fuck you, dude. Get out of here. You're not that good. Um, <laughs> that was brutal. I'm sorry. No, but it's Campbell's, Campbell's going to be the number one dude. And you're not, you're not going to argue that because he's having a hell of a year. He's a Vesna Trophy finalist right now. Uh, like this season's not even over. He's killing it. Mraz needs to go get more money to Campbell. Find another goalie to back you up. Because to be honest, bro, like you could even have those emergency guys who don't even play hockey step in there. And if Campbell gets injured, use them. They're yep. decently good too. I've seen a lot of stories of them pulling out gnarly wins. It's a thing. So you're, you're a betting man. D- do we see Peter Mrazek with the Toronto Maple Leafs in four weeks? Yeah, probably. Because do the Toronto Maple Leafs make big moves like that? No. I mean, I mean, they typically don't. I you, you got to think this year's different. I mean, you you just you think. Um, I mean, for the, long, for the, the last same, couple of years, the Maple Leafs have been at the top of the table too. They've been competitors day or week, year in and year out, and they can't make the push. What makes you think this year's going to be any different? Like you keep people keep saying this year is going to be different. This year is going to be different. And look at this. They're they're really good again. And you have that one weak spot, but they refuse to fix it. Yeah. I mean, look, I I think if I, to your point, I think if they don't, they're, they're in big trouble. I mean, I I think the only thing that's pushing them this time is there's a bit of a hot seat. There's a bit of a hot seat now. Um, I thought there was a hot seat last year, but you, you, I mean, looking at what, the pressure that this team will have to win A's playoff series and you do nothing to address that issue I, I, going into playoffs, they're making playoffs. I mean, that's not a question. It's, it's, it's them going far and going past first round. So I think, I think they have to listen to you and, and get, and, and address that issue, but you're right. They haven't in the past. So who's to say that they're going to this year. Very, very interesting. Um, that is, that is, um, that is my number 17. What a, I mean, it's crazy. Is the last time we had a game like that was 2011, I think. Um, I, I mean, it's absurd. Um, so thank you guys. Um, getting close to trade deadline. Um, a lot of interesting things going on. Um, and, you know, I, enjoy, I, I look forward to another great week. Oh, yeah. Home stretch of hockey. You've got a couple months left here, the regular season. And, uh, we're going to be searching in that Stanley Cup playoff, which is always one of my favorite tournaments in all of sports. So um, I'm super pumped that the Kings are, are a part of that conversation this year. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, thank you, Trayton, as always, for your hockey segment. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going through round two of the fast food bracket hosted by James, yours truly, when, when we come back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we got round two of the fast food bracket. Uh, again, spoiler alert, if you have not listened to round one, go to the last week's episode, episode 86, listen to that episode, and then come back to this one. Uh, we got uh, my girlfriend Jess is back on this segment. She was our wonderful tiebreaker last week. She's back again for round two. Hi, guys. Happy to be back. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. James, 
Let's go. Round two. Round two. Here it is. So last week we had eight rounds. So naturally after round one, we're going to have four. Wow. Easy math, guys. Divide math. that by two. And again, because Tyler said it like four times already. If you haven't already heard this, go back and listen to the first one. He, and also Tyler likes waffles. Fun fact. He got me thinking about Eggos now. So I love waffles. Weird. First matchup of the day. <laughs> should do a waffle bracket. We should do a waffle bracket. You like blueberry chocolate. There's not 16, bra- there's not 16 waffles. <laughs> you can you figure it out. There's got to be. It's, it's like yeah. four. There's got to be like gluten-free in there too or paleo waffles. Yeah. Yeah. Are waffles from different restaurants? Yeah, I've only, sure. I've never had waffles at any restaurants. So I suck at that. Because <laughs> IHOP doesn't serve waffles, man. It's just pancakes. It says it in the name. Y'all, come on. <laughs> I have All right. right. We're, going, we're going back. We're going back. We're going back here. Uh, Round one. <laughs> this These get harder. Okay. Del Taco versus In N Out. Two different food groups, Ooh. two different tastes. Ooh, who wow. wins? Who makes it out? Trading. Uh, yeah, actually, this is not even not even a question. I mean, it's in and out any every all day. I mean, in, in and out is just it, it, again, it's consistency. I am I I I probably relative to what Del Taco provides, I like the quality of In and Out better. Um, I don't. I, I'm not. I, I Del Taco is okay, but I, I, if I'm not, I'm not. I don't usually go there because I don't like their i don't like their stuff so i'm gonna go to in and out because i'm a taco so, bell guy so yeah. that's part of it that's part of it but also it's just the, the quality of in and out is just is just above is just above and i would you could argue that it's about the same price if not cheaper so you get better quality at a lower rate like pfft, sign me up the biggest knock i have against in and out is their shakes i do i think their shakes are like somewhere they're exactly so trading have you had Del Taco shake? shake? If not, <laughs> which shake is better, Del Taco shake or In-N-Out shake? Um, I couldn't tell you about Del Taco shake because I've never had it. So In-N-Out because that's all I've had. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Obviously, Trayton's picking In-N-Out. He's picked In-N-Out all the way through. But if you go back to, <laughs> to episode one, he did not like In-N-Out. Oh, God. Tyler, Jess, here Inconsistent. we go. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Jess, what do you got on this one? Wow, they even have like Oreo shakes. Oh, damn. Exactly, they do. Mexican, Mexican chocolate? chocolate shake. Oh fuck, this That's might. A thing, guys. This might sway my decision. Yeah, they got shakes. They got some decently good fries. Del Taco also has burgers. Fun Loaded fact: fries. We need to go to Del, Del Taco more often. <laughs> so are y'all picking Del Taco in or not? What do you got, Jess? I'll let you, I'll let you pick first. Um, it's it's hard because it's two different types of food. I would say I have been disappointed by the quality of the fries at in and out enough times that I feel like that could sway me towards Del Taco. But and then that's also in and out. <laughs> yes, that is a question. I don't know. Why do you make me go first? All right, I'll I'll pick. I'm 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 just gonna have to stick with in and out on this one. Although Del Taco is making me think this this segment has made me consider Del Taco as as more of a as a place to go now. Um, I honestly have not really give. I, I said I've been in Del Taco a few times, way better than Taco Bell. Um, however, when it comes to this particular matchup, you like, like I said, it's all reliable. In and Out is all reliable. You can always count on it. Just good quality stuff. Like I said they're they're really overall as a menu, it's pretty shit. Like their burgers are so good, everything else is not that great. Pink lemonade solid. 
Um, what else would you get at In and Out? Just get two burgers and pink lemonade. Yeah, you're good. What you else do you? What I did. Like two what are you gonna get a salad? They don't even offer a salad. What are you doing? What do you mean they're that's everything what I else is shit? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like their fries aren't very good, their shakes aren't very good. Like they don't have a lot of complimentary things like other fast food places are kind of known for. It doesn't have that. But the one thing it, it excels at, it excels at at a very, very good level. So um I'm gonna have to have in and out there on this particular matchup. Do you agree, Jesse? I agree. And I think that we need to try more things at Del Taco yeah. and like try a shake. And I want that chocolate. And, I don't know. That Mexican we'll chocolate shake. With another it makes it Mexican. Yeah. So, so they get the consolation win. No, get the fuck out of here. Del, or Del Taco. <laughs> Bye. It was, still a, it was still a sweep guys. It was. Bring out the brooms. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Tyler likes in and out because Tyler can make it as plain as possible. <laughs> Del Taco, I don't know about that, but Tyler can just get a meat and some cheese and put it on a bun, and there, there it is. I, 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 I will say this, I guess, to, to join the rhetoric, I guess I got to go get a shake from Del Taco. There you go. That's what Trey's gonna go for dinner today. I'll try that. Sorry, Kylie. Good night. <laughs> your fiance is gonna take you to Del Taco for your hot date. <laughs> 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 Moving on to the age old question of Chick fil A versus Canes. Oh, Jess Tyler, you guys go first. All right. Well, we had this debate uh, several months ago. It was one of our very early podcast episodes. Um, and I am going to stick with the same answer I did way back when. And I'm going to have to go with Raising Cane's on this one. Um, it is close. I just have to, I mean, it, when it comes to like, if I want like uh, just a like chicken and like fast food chicken right now for me, Cane's is king. That sauce, you cannot beat the sauce. Uh, the Texas toast. I'm a huge fan of Texas toast. I know that's a little bit of a controversy. A lot of people like it. People have to hate it. Um, I love it. Um, I think their 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 fries are solid. Uh, their their uh, home style lemonade is amazing. Um, so for me, I'm gonna have to go Canes on this one. Uh, but that's a tough one. I made mean, Chick Fil A. Nothing against Chick Fil A. Love Chick Fil A. Uh, but I gotta go Raising Canes. Yes, we go. Uh, I go Chick Fil A. Now, don't get me wrong. It's one of my faves. I'm a big fan of chicken tenders and fries and all that stuff. But I do like the option of being like, well, do I want tenders or do I want a sandwich? And I get that at Cane's too. They They have a a sandwich. I had it yesterday at the thing. But it's not as well known. It's not as well known. And I like getting the grilled chicken sandwich, which Which they don't have. Well, technically, if you take the chicken from Canes and take off the breading oh and then put it on a grill. Get out of here. Yeah, get so out of here. Make it yourself and there's no point in the restaurant in the first place. Um, That's a very yeah, good point. I guess I pick Chick-fil-A. Still. And trade in to see who wins it all. Ditto. What? Ditto. <laughs> Your face. Ditto. Oh, my God. Just say it. Everything that Jess said, did it. Is that a Pokemon? No, no it's it a Pokemon. Like, it probably is, but it, it is means a Pokemon, though. What she is. said. <laughs> yeah, I understand. You got nothing else to add? Come on, man. She's, ex- <laughs> she's bang on. She said everything right. She said nothing wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, there it is. Chick fil A versus Canes. Chick fil A takes it. I think Alex would be happy because I think he liked Chick fil A because he's never had Canes before. Because yeah, I could have that the other way around. Close to him. No, tried, you're right. You're we right. tried really hard to have him try Canes while he was. But er- Eric's punching the air right now. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. I tried. <laughs> There's also hot sauce at Canes. And if you mix the hot sauce and the cane sauce and the sauce thing and put your bread in it, it's phenomenal. You also should try it. It's on. Uh, okay. 
Tyler, you don't like things that have no, flavors. No, I'm Shut just up. saying that that just that just <laughs> seems that I don't know. I, you're 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 mixing two different fast food restaurants together. That seems just uh, ill-advised. This one is hot sauce a fast food restaurant. No, you're saying Chick-fil-A hot sauce mixed with Cane's. No. Oh, I mean, Cane's has hot sauce. Canes you mix in the oh, Cane's sauce. I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you said. Just ignore me. I'm an idiot. But Trayden, have you ever had um, the honey roasted barbecue sauce at Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that and the Polynesian, that, they're all good. They're yeah. all like there's way more variety than just the cane such, which <clears throat> is overrated. <laughs> I disagree, but I also agree with your variety. All right, let's let's. Why are we whispering? I don't know. Because Canes is out. That's why. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Moving on to round three, we're going back to burgers. We're going back to you know good old fashioned American hamburgers here. McDonald's versus Jack in the Box. Oh, pfft. okay. Trade-in is saying this is an easy one. Why? This is this is a layup because I just got it today. And there's that a means nothing. <laughs> the forerunner always wins. The what? The forerunner, the one who created the whole, this whole conversation. That's we wouldn't have this. We wouldn't have this conversation without this guy. It's Ronald McDonald, baby. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> They, they they have been doing it for so long and it's oh it's consi- it's consistently solid I, I love their double quarter pounder i like their chicken i had their signature chicken sandwich today uh their fries are, are decent enough their coke there's something in the i'm pretty sure there's cocaine in the coke which that's that's enough to get me uh going back i mean it's it, it, it's mcdonald's man i mean we they, we they, they've been doing it for so long they've mastered it and they will they completely outplay Jack in the box, up and down the ice, you know, pucks, pucks flying all over the place, back in the net, tape to tape passes. It's it's not even close. They look, it's like peewees against the, against NHL all-stars. It's not even close. <laughs> Tyler, Jess, <laughs> got anything different? You want me to go first? Okay. Ah, uh, damn. Okay. So I've never really been a huge McDonald's fan. Um, I've also never really been a big Jack in the box guy either. either. <laughs> Ollie's trying to chime in. Ollie, which one do you like better? Okay, whatever. Um, so, fuck. I, these are. I'm gonna go Jack in the Box just just because I want a tiebreaker here. I'm gonna put pressure on Jess here. Oh, you're putting Jess between a rock and a hard place here. I am. I am. Um, the reason being, I think the one thing about McDonald's I do not like consistently is their chicken. I do not like McDonald's chicken. I never have. Uh, probably never will. Their burgers are fine. Fries are fine. I love the menu. The guy, good value menu, all that stuff. It's convenient. It's easy. There's always a lot of locations. It's great. Jack in the box, their chicken is better. And I'm a big chicken guy. So we already know that. No yeah. wonder why you're nervous all the time. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go Jack in the box so we can have all a little right, tiebreaker here. All right, Jess, what we got? Personally, I like Jack in the box burgers better. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna go Jack in the Box. Oh my god, Dude, Jack in the Box! Jack in the Box! Oh my, Upset. Jack in the Box is literally the Montreal Canadiens of last year's playoffs. Like, how the fuck are they still? In? I don't, I don't know how that won. To be honest with you, oh no, oh no, no, that's got eliminated. That is stunning. We love it. We love oh the upsets. God. So we live for of the what year. an upset. Gotta have Wait, an upset. Yes. We we, we to. live for upsets. But wow, I didn't think Jack and the Box was gonna get through the first round. Oh, <laughs> That's why I'm saying they're the Montreal they the semis, baby. They're playoffs. in the semis in the final four. Let's go. 
I mean, don't get All me right. wrong. I like McDonald's. But... <laughs> Look, it's you know what it's going to come down to? They're going to make it to the finals against Chick-fil-A, and it's going to be not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Just like hey, that. They're there. But they're there. That's all that matters they is that it. they're there. Okay, guys, the last matchup of the day. Two very different food fast food places here. We got Burger Kings versus Chipotle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Who, why? why? That's everything I mentioned last time. I mean, uh, I mean, just better food. Uh, it's just, it's so good. It's consistent. And I, as, I, as I said before, one reason why I really grown to love Chipotle recently is that app. I think they have an amazing app. It's so easy to order. I can save my like kind of regular order and all I have to, I have to, I have to press two buttons to get food Two. I mean, I know like we're getting lazier and lazier or whatever, but that's so convenient. We're becoming open, Wally. I can open the app. I legit press order, which is, it saves my order and I have to press pay and that's it. I'm done. I mean, don't you think you're overpaying for rice and chicken? Cause that's all you get is rice and chicken. Well, frick, freaking guac and, and, and fajita veggies and salsa. Uh, and beans, what is that? Salsa or salsa? About? Salsa. <laughs> Jess, what do you got? <laughs> I would say Chipotle too. I don't really care for Burger King at all. The chicken fries. <laughs> chicken, I've never fries. Had chicken, chicken fries. Chicken fries are good. So I do need to go try them. Um, and traded. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, one's closing down places and one's opening them. And we can five guesses who are two guesses who that is. And yeah, Chipotle by a long shot. It's not even fucking close. We talk about talk about an all-star team versus a peewee team. This might even be like two-year-olds. <laughs> wow. Okay. So we got the winners of In-N-Out, Chick-fil-A, Jack in the Box, and Chipotle. Woo! I think I'm going to have to reseed next round because right now it looks like Jack in the Box is going to go up against Chipotle, which would not be fun for Jack in the Box. So we might have to reseed. I don't. We'll, uh, we'll put that out there later. We'll see. But those are our uh, semifinals right there. All right. We love it. So it sounds like you're going to reseed just to give Jack in the Box a chance to make chance. it to the finals so that he Absolutely. gets completely this crushed like a bug. For. By Chick by Chick Fil A, the fans are tuning in to see if Jack and the Boss can do the unbelievable and win the fast food bracket challenge. I mean, I, God, you gotta love a Cinderella story, man. You gotta love it. I think I think for the next week, we got we have to get a little bit of food from each of the places and then yeah. eat it and then make it fall so like on the podcast. I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm down for that. We could do that. Also, yeah, Jack and the Boss the is thing. not a sponsor after this. What are we doing? Yeah, we got to reach out to one of them. Do they sponsor anybody, dude? Jack, sure. like, do you want a big ass head to be in your living room yes. at all times? I <laughs> love Jack. Money, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, right. They give us free Jack in the box. <laughs> yeah, what if you have to wear that mask thing during recording? If How it means if it, if it pays if it me means money, money like sure. <laughs> God, we're okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that's gonna conclude round two of the fast food bracket. Thank you, James, for for hosting that. Thank you, Jess, for joining us once again. We appreciate it. I love you. Uh, when we come me. back. Uh, we're talking about some really sad news. We're talking about MLB lockout. Uh, we're going to get into nitty gritty of it. And we're also going to talk, I'm asking James and Traden to give me ideas of like, what do I got to do to make me forget about this lockout? Because I, it's, I can't do it. So stay tuned to, to learn about that. We'll be right back. With health concerns on the rise, it's as important as ever to keep your people safe. Dimer isn't another BS COVID company. They've been developing their tech to kill germs and save lives since 2014. Dimer's original UBC products have won them partnerships with some of the best technology companies 
in the country and earned them a spot on Time Magazine's Best Inventions of 2020. Dimers started out disinfecting airplanes. Now they're in hospitals, athletic facilities, hotels, classrooms, basically anywhere people might have been sick. When it comes to keeping your players, employees, guests, and customers in your facility safe, trust Dimer. For TLDR listeners, they are offering free disinfection as a service in select areas. So that means they will come disinfect your facility for free. You can take them up on this offer by visiting dimeruv.com and at dimeruv on social media. Use code TLDR for your first disinfection as a service appointment for free. That's dimer like diner with an M as in Mike Trout. Ever heard of him? Kill more germs, prevent more infections, save more lives. D-I-M-E-R-U-V dot com. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the last segment of the podcast. Um, God damn it, guys. Major League Baseball is still locked out. Uh, we should be in like, we should have like a week full of spring training games going. We should be almost, we almost a couple weeks into spring training by now, but unfortunately there's still no baseball left. Um, this was kind of the big news that happened um, earlier this week. Um, after nine straight days of meetings, include like all, they had so many meetings, guys, like every kind of meeting. It was just ridiculous all day long. They had a 16 and a half hour marathon on Monday uh, where they just, they met, they talked. Seems like there was some optimism going into Tuesday. They extended, they extended the deadline for a day. Tuesday comes around. MLB offers their what they call their best and final offer. The players unanimously decided to not accept the offer. After that happened, MLB announced that they have canceled the first two series of the season, which is essentially one week of the 2022 season. Uh, there is currently no official plans on, on resuming talks. I'm sure obviously that will happen eventually. Um, so it's a real bummer. So we're losing games now. It's gotten to this point. Um, for people, I know there's a lot of people who are following this closely. Some people are just kind of not following it closely. Um, there's really, it comes down to economics, as of course it usually does. Um, there's really three main sticking points. And I just want to go over them real quickly before we get into kind of the meat of this, of this segment here. Um, number one, which I think most people consider the most important one, is what's called competitive balance tax, which is kind of MLB's version of a salary cap. Um, so it's basically a, a tax put on teams that go over a certain amount for payroll. Players wanted uh, a minimum of $238 million, meaning if a, if a team exceeded a payroll of $238 million, they have to pay a, a tax, right? The owners offered $210 million. doesn't seem like a lot, but that kind of is a lot. Um, so that's kind of where they're at on that. Uh, the, 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 the second point, arbitration bonus pool. This is not a thing that existed ever until this new CBA. Basically, this is a, a bonus pool of money for arbitration eligible, uh, um, eligible players. Uh, the players originally, their first offer, they won $115 million of, 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 of pool money. They lowered that in their latest offer to $85 million. The owners in their latest and final offer offered $25 million. So the players want 85, the owners offer 25. That's a pretty significant gap of money right there. Uh, the third is minimum salary, okay? Believe it or not, MLB has the lowest minimum salary of all the four uh, major sports um, currently. So the players want are asking for 275K for their minimum. 
the owners offered 675,000. So um, still not super close to that one. Uh, so those are the main points there. Um, we can get into the nitty gritty of the, of the economics and all this, um, but it really is, it, it, it comes down to that. Um, so it, it's just a bummer. Honestly, the biggest loser here in my opinion, my opinion are the, are, are the fans. Um, we're not going to get baseball. Um, and it, it's just a bummer. I just want them, I want them to figure it out. Um, I think obviously I think most people side with the players because the owners are being a bunch of bitches and not really understanding what the team wants. Rob Manfred calling you out, dude. I, I think you don't give a shit about baseball. I think you care about the owners and you care about the, the, the money of it and you're treating it like a business and you don't really, you don't, you don't care about the integrity of baseball. Um, so I think everyone can, every baseball fan can agree on that one. Um, so I think I, I'm one thing I will say, one positive note I will say is I'm really impressed with the unity of the players union, like how they've stuck together guys all the way from Max Scherzer that are make, making these huge months of money. He's sticking up for, 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 for the little guy. And I think all the players are very united in this fight, which, you know, for me is something to take away from. That's a positive. Um, obviously we still want these games being played and we don't want anything to happen, but um, I'm definitely on the player side and all this, but at the end of the day, I just want baseball being played. Um, but we may not, but we, we might not get that. So going into my main uh, part of this segment is I asked James and Traden, you know, I've kind of had top threes all off season long, which probably gonna keep going for a lot longer. Uh, but this, <laughs> but this version of my top three is I wanted them to give me their top three things. I, that I should do to help me forget about even possibly losing the whole 2022 season. We're not there yet. We're not at that red flag, but it's, but we're already losing games. So uh, I just wanted to see, like, give me, give me some suggestions because I mean, once hockey's over, like what sports am I going to watch? There's like nothing else on. Um, I'm not the biggest basketball fan. Lakers sucks. So I'm not watching them. Um, football's over. So usually it's baseball time and it's not. So James, give me, we're going to go same, same, same as usual, three to one. What's your number three for me? Things to help me forget about baseball right now. I think you can take the time from that you'd be using to watch baseball or think about baseball and take that time and invest it within yourself and increase the value of yourself, whether that be knowledge-wise, like reading a book or like increasing the quality of the relationships you have with your friends, family, your fiance or your girlfriend, sorry, maybe you should, with your girlfriend, you got to fix that, bro. With your, with your girlfriend and <laughs> maybe your dog, uh, like just by talking to them more, instead of sitting around watching baseball, you could be having conversations with them and seeing how they're doing. You can get rid of your twig arms while working out a little bit more <laughs> that you found time. Or you could like learn how to cook without using HelloFresh. Or you can wow. express your creativity and artisticness using drawing and artwork or write just write a poem or something express something else within your life and increase the value of yourself and bring yourself to be a more high value male by using that extra time that you have that you would have been using to watch baseball and invest that time within yourself wow uh real answer but i like the answer um i think that's definitely a, a definitely a good option there uh there's certainly a couple books that i've been wanting to finish that i'll probably look into for that um Cooking without HelloFresh is a tall order. Um, I just I just love HelloFresh too much. However, I have been cooking without it lately with some HelloFresh influence, and it's been really good. So 
There's that. Anyway, HelloFresh, not a sponsor. Traden, what's your number three? Um, so it's gonna be simple, but I really, I mean, I know that you're, <clears throat> I know that you're a hockey fan, but you're really a a a, um, a a Kings fan first. And I'd really dig into the sport and really because you play it and really try to really understand the ins and outs of the game, just like you do about baseball in any way that you can, just so that you can say, hey. I know I'm, I may not know as much about hockey, but I know a hell of a lot more than I used to because base, you know, I obviously I, I can't watch baseball. So just dig, dig into the game, go to a couple AHL games that are in Ontario or, uh, or uh, San Diego. Um, that's great hockey to watch. Um, all, you could also, you could also um, watch. Um, I don't know if they have any local, but I'm sure there's some base besides your college or some other baseball you could probably watch. It's kind of local. I don't know. Um, I yeah. Maybe you know that cancer. More I mean, I work for a college baseball team, so that's the call. That's that's the baseball uh, fix I'm getting, um, which is like thank, I mean, thank God for that at least, right? Um, but yeah, I like that. I like hockey. I'll get more into it for sure. Uh, James, what do you guys? Your number two. Uh, going on with the improvement thing, maybe start a side hustle, or invest more time into this podcast, which hopefully can make monetary value one day. Whether that be through editing or looking at like uploading YouTube videos more often which is why like i texted you the other day and i was like i need you to hold me accountable and helping grow this podcast because i've fallen off recently so have you i don't post as often as i should um but maybe you and i can both just invest our time into this podcast more and whether that be five minutes a day which is plenty because over the week that's 35 extra minutes you're investing into something else or you can take that five minutes or five to ten minutes every single day that you would watch sports center for baseball highlights or spend that five to ten minutes every day to you know look up random Dodger stuff, you can use that to create something that can bring you monetary value over time. And it may say, seem simple now, but over time that can grow and that can help you be more financially free than you are now. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we first started the podcast, when there's no sports going on, I mean, I had all the time in the world to do the podcast stuff and it was fun. I like, I, I like doing it. So, and uh, you know, like I said, we definitely have fallen off a little bit lately with the, with the content, especially video content of this podcast. So um, certainly something that we, that, that we could do, uh, trading, what are you guys? Number two, um, James is killing it. And I feel, I feel like an idiot. Um, you know what really work on your golf game <laughs> and, and, and look, look, I know that's kind of like, it's, wow, I mean, that you know, might be my number easy, one, stupid one, <laughs> but when you can like, just say, Hey, that's, that's what you're going to focus on. Um, you know, try and make it, try and make it out with, with us more, but even focus on going yourself and, and, and fixing the mental game. It, it's relaxing. It keeps, it, keep, it keeps you kind of away from the bullshit that's going on both at work and, and dealing with the MLB. You're just able to focus on yourself, focus on, um, you know, that moment. That's what I love about the sport. So I w- focus on it, become damn good. I love that. I mean, I think for me, I think doing activities certainly is probably the best thing. Golf is something I, mean, I, I said, I haven't picked up a golf club since Labor Day, um, which is a major issue. Holy shit. Yeah. And during the summertime, when I have a lot more time. And if there's no baseball going on, you best believe I'm probably going to be golfing a lot. Uh, James, what are you guys your number one? Uh, this one is probably the most um, plausible one of all of the ones I've given so far. But get absolutely plastered every <laughs> i think you should honestly put on some film of some old baseball game and do the babe ruth challenge every single night oh because i hear that if you do that every single night for three weeks you summon the spirit of babe ruth and with that comes baseball 
Oh, might as well give it a try. Wow. You know what? <laughs> Again, this reminds me of freaking pandemic days when, you know, normally we would, I would, for what, what should have been opening day in 2020, you know, they, they re-aired opening day of 2019. And I treated it like it was normal opening day. And I had like the full, the full beer, the hot dogs, the peanuts, like legit everything because I'm crazy. Um, yeah, so that honestly might be, I might, I might just watch old freaking baseball games. Like I said, do a Babe Ruth challenge just, just because I can, and we can just rewatch some crazy ass game from whenever. Uh, yeah. God damn it. It's going to suck. Trading. <laughs> What's your number one idea? Dude. James is just, it's killing me. Man. <laughs> um, What's new turn? You know what? Go camping almost every weekend that you can. I like that idea. He can't. He got work on Saturday, bro. That's Sunday. Not, 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 not over the summer. Not over but the summer, he, no. he, So do you work Saturday, Sunday, Monday? Over the summer, I got, I got four or I got, I got three days off a week. And does Jess have those same three days? Um, the kind of, it'll kind of depend, but it could possibly. Yeah. So I, I'll say find, find a place to hike and literally camp, like, Bring a tent, bring the stuff that you can, and really, really dig into the, to the outdoors and camping. <laughs> and I know it sounds kind of stupid, but look, it, it, it's gonna get in by a bear. It, it's not. It's not. No. Hey, man, I was. It, it, you're, you're you're not gonna get cell service. You're not gonna. I mean, obviously, find a way to make sure that you can call someone if you need to. But um, you're you're gonna be away from your phone. You're gonna be away from civilization. You're gonna be with just you two and you know the wilderness and it just is going to completely free you from all the the pain and agony that we will not have baseball at least for two series and you know what maybe we'll have you know by the time you're done camping for like the two hopefully only two weekends you come back and there's baseball (laughs) great man there's nothing like a good outdoors man that just doesn't it doesn't it's it solves all your problems you know we actually do have camping gear that is in storage um so it wouldn't be that hard. We have all this shit. We just got to fucking do it. Um, and or you could come glamping with us and we'll take the RV. Out. I mean, I that sounds a lot better than, than <laughs> so maybe we should do that instead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks guys for your suggestions. Um, honestly, I will take those to heart. Um, hopefully it won't come to that. Hopefully it's just the first weekend and hopefully they'll make those games up. Hopefully MLB and the, and the players come up to a solution sooner rather than later. No one wants to see this stuff. It, it sucks. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's just a real bummer. Do you guys have anything else to add in terms of the lockout or anything at that at, with, with the, with the, uh, uh, yeah, with the, with the lockout? I think that uh, America should send Manfred to Ukraine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I like that idea. Get him out of here. Yeah, so they can fight Russians. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a company that makes these uh, bat mugs. So they make they make uh, beer mugs out of uh, baseball bats, um, and I follow them on Instagram. They're called uh, Lumberland, um, and they have they have a pretty good social media. So they have the guys they kind of walk around, they kind of ask them baseball questions. And recently, one of their ones was like, uh, "Who would make a better commissioner than Rob Manfred?" And one of the guys goes over to one of the mugs that are being made. He's like, literally, this mug could be a better commissioner than <laughs> Rob Manfred. Like, like this mug right here. Uh, so, yeah, Rob Manfred sucks. Uh, Trey, you good? Should we wrap this up? Um, in, in terms of in terms of the MLB stuff, yes. But um, unless you address it, I do want to I do want to address something else. Do it. Do it right now. Um, I don't know if you were going to. I don't want to steal your thunder, but um, I think I speak on this entire podcast by 
basically sending all of our thoughts and prayers to the country of Ukraine. Um, and, um, you know, we stand with you. Um, it's, it, you know, what's happened in the last week has been jarring and, um, and for, for a lot of people, but mostly, but mostly the, the country of Ukraine. And we, and we just want to know that we stand with you. You're thinking our thoughts and prayers. Um, your, your strength and valor is, is very commemorable and um, we're with you. Definitely love that. Uh, we, that's what we definitely agree with that here on TLDR podcast. Uh, shitty, shitty stuff going on in the world, guys. Uh, no baseball, Ukraine and Russia going on. But hey, there's always bright sides, right? Got a lot of great ideas here. Uh, so just guys, just keep, keep plugging along. We, like I said, we appreciate the, uh, the support with uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, James and I, we're going to post more content online. We promise we're going to get that going for you guys. Uh, more videos. You can see our lovely faces, more content for you guys coming forward. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, but otherwise, hopefully you're having a fantastic time listening to this. And we hope you have a fantastic day, week, month, year, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time for episode 88. Peace.